You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith. St. Columbus Powers North Leichhardt on the 30th Sunday Ordinary Time. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they got together and, to disconcert him, one of them put a question. Master, which is the greatest commandment of the law? Jesus said, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second resembles it. You must love your neighbour as yourself. On these two commandments hang the whole law and the prophets also. The Gospel of the Lord. An elderly couple were sitting together one evening in front of the fire. They'd been married for many years and the, the man turned to his wife and said, Darling, after all these years, you have been true to me. And she turned very deaf and said, Sorry, what did you say? And he said, you have been tested and true. And she said to him, yes, I'm sick of you too. (laughs) Tonight's gospel reminds us of those, in a sense, three basic ingredients of what it means to be a Christian. To love God, to love your neighbour, and to love yourself. Clearly the Sadducees were trying to trap Jesus. Why was this a trap? Because... The the Old Testament books of Leviticus and Deuteronomy have this huge number of laws about how people should act, what the Jews should do, about fasting and so forth. And so they were trying to trap Jesus into saying, well, what's the really most important one of these? But as in the last few weeks' Gospels, Jesus dodges that. And he said, you know, love God, love your neighbour just as you love yourself. It seems to me such a basic thing, doesn't it, that the challenge to what it means to be a Christian is to be loving human beings. Augustine trims it down even more and says what it means is love and do what you will. In other words, if we act in our lives out of love for ourselves, our God and other people, we really can't go wrong. And yet I think the challenge is what does love mean in our lives? What does it call us to do? I think our modern society has so many aspects about what love is. You know, we hear it on songs all the time and in literature and Mills and Boone's books and tell us what love is and it's become something of an attraction, something that we feel, an emotion. And yet I think, I think that the basis of love is a decision, a choice that we make in all of the aspects of our lives. I am sure that all of you married couples have at times had to make the choice to be loving people when you don't feel that love, when it's not something that's just an emotion, but you make the decision to make the loving choice here and now in your life. I'm sure that all of our children, we don't always feel that love with them. And yet there are times in our lives when we make that choice to act in a loving way. And I think that's true in all of our relationships. 
It's a choice to love. It's a choice to recognise that we love our God, we love our neighbour, and the hard choice, I think, is often to love ourselves because we know ourselves intimately, we know our failings, we know the mistakes that we make, and sometimes we think, how can I really be loving to those around me? And yet, they do, and yet other people love us. In that very early Christian church, they were identified as, see these Christians, how they love one another. It's what separated us from the rest of society. And that love was identified not just within the Christian society itself in those early days, but the fact that it went out to other people that they loved, the widows, the orphans, the unlovable of their own times. And I think that's what identifies us as Christians now too. Excuse me. Not only are we loving within ourselves, within ourselves as a community, but we go out and love, in a sense, the unlovable. And if we want a model of that, it's not just the words that Jesus said. That's what he did. Jesus went out to all of those who were constantly rejected in society. He loved the lepers. He loved the prostitutes. He loved the tax collectors. He loved those people who were shunned by the whole of society. And so I guess the challenge for me tonight is to be loving in my relationships, even when I don't feel it, but to make that choice to forgive, to be accepting, and to love other people. A part of the way that I think it's important that we do that is to put ourselves in the other person's position, to be able to see how they experience life. And perhaps for those most intimately to us, our family and friends, but also those beyond, those whom we work with, those people who are kind of in our acquaintances, and even the stranger, to project ourselves into their position in life. And perhaps when we do that, it's easier to make that decision to love. It's easier to recognise the love that God has for that person. Ultimately, Genesis talks about that we are all created in God's image and likeness. And so for me, trying to be a loving person means trying to see the image and likeness of God in the other. And some of the people I meet, that's not real easy to do. And yet I think that's the challenge because God's presence is in every single human being. The person sitting next to you in this church is God's image and likeness in our world. Let's love them.